0: Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the mom bod pod. My name is Delena Thill and I'm going to be your host for this journey where the podcast is a little bit of mom a little bit of bod and everything else in between. Um, For this first episode, I just wanted to introduce myself a little bit and talk about the journey that brought me to here just in case. You know, you haven't found me from Instagram, we're not friends on Facebook, you're not following me on TikTok, and you just stumbled across this podcast. And honestly, even if you do know me from any social media platform, we maybe haven't connected or maybe you haven't gotten bits of my journey that could be just helpful for context down the road. Um, so I am an online fitness coach, hence the bod. I'm also a competitive bodybuilder. It is not only a hobby of mine, but it is a huge passion. And we'll actually just get to that in a sec. So to rewind a little bit further, um, I am going to do a full episode on this. But back in high school slash just graduated from high school, I struggled with an eating disorder. I didn't understand it at the time, mostly because I i didn 't know it had a name um, it wasn't until I was convinced about four years down the road to go to therapy that I learned that my disorder was called orthorexia and it was a type of eating disorder, but I just thought that I was being healthy. I was following a bunch of things that I had seen online, mostly on Pinterest because that was when you know Tumblr was phasing out, and Pinterest was phasing in and I got stuck in the loophole of all things like health conscious, calorie conscious, doing like thousand calorie workout. It's just a bunch of bullshit, honestly. Um, But I started cutting out all sorts of things. I cut out gluten, I cut out dairy, I cut out sugar. I mean, for years, I was very restricted on what I eat. I ate the exact same thing for days and I just thought I was genuinely being healthy. I wasn't doing it to lose weight. I was like happy with my body as it was until I started to lose weight and then all of a sudden that became part of the addiction too. But for me, it was less of how I looked and more of the control Um, so went through that up until I was 19. Um, as soon as I got out of therapy, literally like a couple days later, my hus my now husband asked me out on our first date. And so honestly being with him helped me in my recovery process because I was able to just learn how to be more free. Because I remember our first date was at an Italian restaurant and mind you, I just came out of therapy. So our Therapy, that's not even the right word for it, is it? Um, there's a different word, but whatever. just came out of the whole program where you have to go to counseling and meet with dietitians and all of that stuff. So I just graduated from that, and now we're going to an Italian restaurant. I hadn't really eaten at a restaurant even in years. Um, and he decides that he's going to order for us, which now I'm all about because he has great palate, great taste, and I love just experiencing new things with him. But right up front, I was really hesitant, and I told him, like, I like I'm, I i wasn't really planning on eating pasta. We're at a freaking Italian restaurant, and your girl wasn't planning on eating pasta, okay? So that's already, like, a red flag right there. And he was like, if this is going to be a thing, like, you're going to need to let go of that and just experience life with me. I was like, all right. <laughs> and so I did. That day I ate pasta, um, and that kind of helped me it was like a catalyst for me in just overcoming that and becoming my own person fast forward a couple of years um, I had had two kids at this point oh and I guess I should mention that my husband we were in an internship together and this is how we met and he would train people at the gym because he used to like work for a gym he used to be a bodybuilder like years ago, before we met, um, he never got to compete because he got injured six weeks out from his show and his body from also military injuries, just never really recovered. Um, so he never got to compete, but he was very big into working out, meal prepping, all that kind of stuff. So he, um, he trained groups of interns before the because that started at 830. So he trained the guys at like five something and then the girls at like seven, I think. And so he trained groups of interns, whoever wanted to go. It wasn't like a mandatory thing with the internship. Um, But I went as a part of the group of girls. So before we were dating, he was technically like my group personal trainer, if that makes sense. There would be anywhere between like three and seven girls on a given day. But I was always always there. I had a crush on him. And at the time he didn't know, (laughs) Um, but then it also lasted through a stating that I was there as well. Um, So he was kind of my first exposure to weightlifting before that I had been a competitive dancer. And then I actually had gotten a gym membership to do like Zumba classes and yoga classes and stuff like that when I stopped dancing. Um, And so I had done that in between for like a year before I had started weightlifting. Um, And so he kind of showed me the ropes initially on that. And then I had, we got married, got pregnant right away, had two kids, not like they weren't twins, but we had two kids back to back. They were actually born a year apart to the day. And after my second one was born, I just wanted to be more active again. And he wanted to get back into the gym as well. We were just kind of like in the middle of some job switches and stuff like that. So we started going to the gym together. And he calls me one day because I had my mom's group in the morning and he was at the gym with his friend. And he was like, hey, I'm going to sign on with a personal trainer. I want to try to compete again. And I was like, okay, like that's fine. And he was like, I think you could do it too. And I looked up photos of girls. Um, I don't remember like which federation, if it was like NANBF or NPC, but I looked at the pictures of girls who had won shows. I don't even know what I googled at this point, but I remember seeing them and thinking, oh, that's something that I could do. Um, And so I just hopped on board. So mind you, this trainer that we worked out with, nothing against him. He's just not a bodybuilding coach. He was just your random personal trainer at the gym. And he was like, yeah, I just, you know, I'm into powerlifting myself, but like, I'm interested in bodybuilding. So he started training my husband and his friend to do a show, he was just writing workouts, and he kind of structured a meal plan, if I remember right, and then I just tagged the heck along, (laughs) like, literally, there was no, like, I didn't have my own personal trainer, or anything like that, I just literally followed them in the gym, and then did their workouts, so I am doing workouts that are meant for men, (laughs) for like, the first six months of me wanting to be a bikini bodybuilder, i hadn't done any glute isolation movement i had barely worked out my shoulders like i didn't get that shoulders were something you worked out for like a long time like i think we did a little bit but for some reason just didn't click with me it was always like oh biceps triceps and then like push pull and then legs like that was kind of my idea behind it was like you know you train back and biceps you train chest and triceps and then you just train your legs so very like old school bro mentality um, and that was the training I had for like six months. Fast forward to my husband getting injured again and then pulling out and I decided to keep going. Well, I'm not going to work with this trainer who's not, you know, creating workouts Made or tailored for me. Not to mention, I think he switched gyms at the same time. Anyways, um, so I had just started a fitness Instagram. Honestly, I don't know why, <laughs> I had started it in the first place, but I started getting people on my for you page that were fitness related, and I followed three different accounts. One of them was a girl who had her pro card. Um, like I just followed one girl, and then I followed two girls from the first girl, and then one of these girls they were friends, whatever. She had her pro card. And so I looked at her, who her coach was, and then I signed on with him. Literally, I think I followed him for like a week before I signed on with him. I hadn't heard of any other coaches in the bodybuilding space whatsoever, just picked one and signed on with him. And to this day, I am still working with that coach, so just fast forward to that. It was a good decision. It was not a bad one. I feel like most people's journeys start with a bad coach before they transition to a good coach, but I am a lucky one who picked a really good coach off the bat, um, so I signed on, and that was June of 2019. Um, part of the reason I had hesitated in getting my own coach, and I was just like working with the guy's coach, is because we had actually been trying to get pregnant again since like December of the year before. So I'd been six months, and we hadn't gotten pregnant. And because I knew that like I wanted to have another kid, I was like, I shouldn't be bodybuilding right now, but. Just decided to get started. Um, so I start June 2019 and then I get pregnant in October of 2019, but I still work with my coach through the pregnancy. Um, and at this time I actually start training one of my friends who said she's interested in doing a show. I was training her, I think, for pretty cheap. It was like a hundred bucks a month or something like that. Um, and to be fair, I hadn't only like the knowledge that I had wasn't just from experience. I was doing a lot of independent study. Once I started getting into the space, I kind of dove headfirst into everything. I wanted to get to know everything that there was, not only for me as an athlete, but then that transition and to be like, hey, I could help other people with this information because like I came from a background with an eating disorder and now I'm learning how to use Food is fuel, and how we want carbohydrates around our workout. Like this is not something we should be cutting out of our diet, and how we need to have high amounts of protein, like higher than I was, and why fats are important for hormones and for organ function and all of these other things. I'm just learning all this stuff, and I'm realizing I can help a lot of people with this. So I start training one of my friends who wants to do a show. Um, I also had taken, I think, a coaching course at that point, and so I was applying that information to her. And I was with her for about a year where I wasn't really pursuing my business because I was pregnant and I was just getting into it but I was coaching her um, she was kind of my guinea pig client but she made an incredible amount of progress in a year um, granted it was her newbie gains year so we did have that going for us but she really did make quite a bit of progress and I met up with and I and I had learned quite quite a bit along the journey in this year, not only from her, but just from other things that I had learned. Um, Now it was exactly a year later, October, 2020 COVID had finally lifted. And I was meeting up with some friends from my team Down in Texas and another girl on my team was talking. She had a very successful coaching business and she was talking about how she wanted to hire somebody else as an assistant coach and I was completely open to the idea because I didn't have my own business structured and I just wanted to coach. I wasn't really interested at the time in the entrepreneurial side of things, running my own company, having my own branding. I just really freaking loved coaching. I've always been like in careers that helped people. Like I was in that internship, It was for a church, and then I worked for that internship. Like I worked with like youth and young adults, but I've just always been in the business of helping people. I liked public speaking, I liked mentorship. These were all things I was very familiar with and obviously translated over into coaching. Now also getting to use my skills of discipline that I had always prided myself in um, and just the knowledge that I had accumulated and things that. And something that I was very passionate about. Um, So I just wanted to coach. I communicate that to her. And I get signed on as her first assistant coach. Um, Honestly, it was a very fantastic gig. I loved it. I had a full roster. I mean, I also had um, a pretty young child at that point. My daughter was like four months old. And so I would wake up at like 5 in the morning to do my check-ins. I'd have my clients send them the night before. I'd wake up at like 5 in the morning to do my check-ins before my baby woke up. And then I would start my day. Um, Shortly after signing on with this company, I also started my first bodybuilding prep. Um, So I had been growing with my coach through the pregnancy and then also for like 6 months after. I broke my foot during that time too because I dropped a 45-pound plate on my foot off of a leg press. So it was like a pretty high and broke my foot. And then once I healed up, we started prep (laughs) Um, and I got to go through my first competition season. I did one show my I I was okay. So during my prep, I was perfectly adherent to my protocol. I did everything to the best of my ability. I worked my ass off. I gave 100 percent and I felt so good in knowing that. Um, I woke up the morning of my show day and I looked the best I ever had like we nailed my peak I looked exactly how I wanted to look on stage I was extremely like happy emotional because I was like I can't believe this is me I'm so confident and I felt so good about it then I messed up my show day protocol which was an accident this was not me like trying to overeat or anything like that there was just a typo and I didn't question it, and I do take full responsibility for that as an athlete because I questioned it in my head, and I should have questioned it out loud, Um, but I ended up messing up my show day protocol, and it greatly affected the way I looked on stage, Um, and I lost quite a bit of placing because of that mistake, Um, and I know this because I talked to a judge after the show, and I showed her pictures of what I looked like in the morning versus what I looked like She saw what I looked like on stage, and she confirmed that I would have placed um, much, much, much higher had I looked like that once I got on stage. But it is what it is. Honestly, starting off not getting my – I was, you know, planning on getting my national qualification. This is really important as a competitor um, because that takes you from a regional show to a national show, and you have to place top two in your class in order to get it. And I fully expected to get that, um, as did everyone else who I talked to you know, before the day of my show and I wanted to do a national show. Well, that didn't go so well. I did not get my national qualification. And after years of picturing this picture, perfect bodybuilding journey where I get, you know, center stage, um, first call outs, this is all good things in bodybuilding. Um, but after picturing all of this and then not achieving it, I was pretty devastated. I took it really, really hard. Um, And I could have chosen to continue to compete, but the judge's feedback besides fixing that issue was to grow. And I knew that if I stepped on a national stage that year in 2021, that even though I maybe could look like I did the morning of the show, I still would be too small to be competitive at a national level. Basically, for your height division, which is pretty much inch by inch, as long as you're not super duper short or super duper tall, it's going to be inch by inch. Um, Only eight people are going to achieve their pro cards at a national show. And that's ultimately my goal. So every... I'm like 5'5". I... I'm like kind of on the border of five, six, but I'm pretty sure I measure five, five. And so only eight people that are five foot five are going to achieve their pro cards each year. And my physique was not one that was going to get a pro card. So we called my season. I ended up getting a breast augmentation. <laughs> um, and then I got pregnant again shortly after that with my fourth child. So I i am also still coaching through all of this. Um, but right after my show, I realized I wanted to coach competitors more because I had just done so much study during my prep on how I could optimize performance for myself. And I really fell in love with the science and the mentality behind bodybuilding. And I wanted to coach competitors. And I had one of my clients who came to me just as a reverse dieting client who wanted to become more healthy, asked me to be her prep coach And I asked the person who I was working under, and she said that that she didn't align with that, which was fair because her branding was helping women kind of coming off of eating disorders. And jumping from that into a show is pretty, pretty dangerous. Shouldn't do that. Um, Luckily, the client that I was working with just had like disordered eating patterns, but it was more out of um, just not knowing better, I guess, just not having the right type of information than it was of trying to be like crazy restrictive. Um, And through her coaching with me, we had already fixed a lot of mindset things and I'd really educated her on food and I felt like she would be in an okay place to do a show. And so that's when I quit with that other company, which was a fantastic opportunity. And I have nothing against that, the company or her whatsoever. Um, But I just ended up moving away so that I could do this what i'm passionate about and not only coach women to get healthier and mamas to find themselves again um, which is like the core of my branding and what i want to do but also to be able to coach competitors because for me as a mom having a competitive outlet having friends in like a hobby type space has just completely changed my life in the most beneficial way. And yes, I could have just been like an athlete, someone who trained hard, maybe like a fitness influencer, you know, eats clean, kind of eats on a meal prep, trains really hard. But for me having that, that competitive outlet, that ability to go on stage, these like really intense goals that I have to consciously work for day in and day out honestly just changed my life in such an immense way and i wanted to be able to provide that to mamas on my roster if that was something that they wanted um so that's when i started my own company Took a while to morph it into what it is today, um, which is advanced athletics, because I think the most important thing is that we are always advancing. We don't have to be at the destination right now, but just the fact that we are constantly trying to advance, to better ourselves across the board as individuals, as athletes, as moms, as wives. That is what's most important. Like we don't have to be at the destination, but I believe that we should always be on the journey. And that's where the idea of advance comes from because I always think of like, you know, a little chart or a graph where the line's going up. We don't have to be where we want to be, but as long as we are in the process of getting there, we don't really have to be down on ourselves for not being at the end destination because we're doing everything Thing that we can to get there, um, and so that's where Advanced Athletics came from. Now I also offer a free platform called the Mom Bod Squad. So it kind of goes hand in hand with the Mom Bod Pod, um, but the Mom Bod Squad is just for people who are not one-on-one athletes with me, who want to have accountability from other moms, who want to have community with other moms. Because I know so many moms who have a really hard time finding friends, and honestly, this community of women is just—they're so genuine and so supportive, and it's just a really fun community to be a part of um and I'm really blessed to be able to host it um We get together, we support each other. There's free workouts. There's tons of like Zoom calls. We talk frequently. We have a group chat that's active on a daily basis. Um, And it's a really cool community. So if it's something that you think could benefit you, just getting around other mamas um, who are also trying to better themselves in fitness and also other areas of their lives, but people who are goal-oriented, family-oriented, who want to support you because these women are so freaking supportive. It is just the most beautiful thing to see. And if this is something that could help you please find me on instagram i will have my information where you keep your information in podcasts this is what happens when it's your first podcast i guess um but i will have my information there please reach out to me on instagram and i would love to have you be a part of our community because like i said it is a really beautiful thing and it's something i'm very blessed to lead i'm sure a lot of the girls are people listening to the podcast right now so hey shout out to y'all for being so awesome and just touching my heart on a daily basis um but yeah, that kind of brought me to where I am now. I just have a desire to help women to be healthy, to find themselves again. Because I understand it's super easy to lose yourself when you have kids. I feel like that's something that I kind of opened up, but I didn't like go down further with. Um, but I totally lost myself when I had kids. I felt so lonely, so isolated. I was also the first person in our friend group to get pregnant and have kids um, because I got pregnant on our honeymoon. I was well, not on our honeymoon technically just right after. <laughs> and I was 20 years old when I got pregnant. And basically most of my friends are like kind of just having kids now. Um, and I'm just had my fourth kid. <laughs> so like my daughter is the oldest out of the friend group. And I just felt very alone, felt very unheard. And when I got into fitness and just had something that I could be passionate about again, instead of just being a stay-at-home mom, which is nothing wrong with that at all. Like if you are a stay-at-home mom, you are doing the most important work. So I don't mean just being a stay-at-home mom isn't like, you're not doing enough. I just mean for me having something outside that I could pursue, something that I could be excited about, something that added to my routine and helped to structure my entire day, honestly. Um, But having my own goals and being my own individual skyrocketed my confidence, inc- like improved the relationship that I have with my children because it gave me so much more energy and, like I said, confidence. But it's just kind of amazing how that confidence overflows into how you interact with your kids because when you believe that you are a person worth following, um, people want to follow you. And obviously you want your kids to follow you. I think we think of influence as like, especially in the day of social media, influence is like your social media platform, but really it comes down to the heart of the home and who you want to be for your family. Do you want to be someone who... Has a hard time taking care of themselves, is that the image that you want your kids to see? Do you have someone who 's always sacrificing them like themselves for their family? Is that who you want your kids to be when they get older? because man, I freaking love my kids and I want them to be able to serve other people, but I do not want to do them to do it at the expense of themselves, and if they see you doing that. That's going to like play into how they parent their own children someday or how they hold relationships with significant others. So it really starts with you. Like, I mean, some dads are very great and step in and they're super helpful, but I think we as moms really know that we carry a certain um, level of just like the energy of the house. We have a lot of responsibility, we kind of carry the weight of just like the household on our shoulders. And if we're not setting the right example for our children, the examples that we set are going to play out in their lives. So it's really important that we take care of ourselves and prioritize ourselves so that we can be our best selves and feel our best selves so we can show up as that person for our families short-term and just being present for them, being active with them, but also long-term so that they have the right image to look up to for when they get older. Um, And so that's obviously something I'm very passionate about. I could talk about it all day. My goal is to keep these podcasts like under half an hour so that if you're doing like a nice little cardio session, you can kind of just listen in. Um, But that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I love to do. So this podcast is going to be all things about like taking care of yourself, following after your goals, um, a little bit of bodybuilding sprinkled in there. A little bit of eating disorder sprinkled in there, might even bring my husband on, might talk about my experience in finding God, but breaking away from religion. Um, I have a lot of things planned for this podcast and I'm really excited for it. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Like giving someone an opportunity on episode one is, it's a blessing to know that you're here. Um, I really appreciate you so stay tuned we have a lot more fun things coming um but yeah if you're a mom and you just want to feel like yourself and the best version of yourself that's what i'm here for so stick around follow me on social media join the mom bod squad because that place is pretty pretty freaking awesome um but at least you know follow the podcast follow me on instagram and let's get you feeling like your best self again